every podcast I say I'm a youth mentor. I'm actually creating my own foundation, brand brand new this year. For me, because I have an entrepreneur mindset, I want to tackle the things that people haven't tackled. So for instance, getting the actual premises, like really going for it. So I've got a local petition that I'm starting. You can find it on change.org, which is basically turning the old NatWest building on Acton High Street to a youth community complex. Uh, so I just started a great idea to have a crowdfunding campaign in my local area. So go and support us. We've got a page and a link for that. Everybody that's successful lays a blueprint out. The people that start off with a small vision, and that vision manifested into something beyond expectation. Welcome to the Desire to Inspire podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to talk about what I do, why I do it. A lot of inspiration, a lot of jewels, a lot of gems. And if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. Now, today is like a really good episode, I feel, because the simple fact that um, I've got a lot to say, like I always do really, but I want to dive into kind of the focus right now. The focus is the youth for me. The focus really is working on the problems. And I was l- looking at some, you know, youth organisations today, like, and this is good because I feel like the concept of like people doing it right and like the default of like it just going to go into a certain place is probably down to a few factors right and this is just my observation i might be wrong most of the people that run these organizations are parents right so which means that they need to prioritize what they do every day right and this work this change is easier to have the implementation and the desire and you know all of this stuff the intention but to make real change, like real collective change, people have to come together and know how to stay together. And for me, this is what I want to lead with. I want to lead with that. I want to be the leader of that. And my organization doesn't exist without people. Um, so I'm a great connector. I love relationship building. And I know, you know, the, the psychological steps to understand what people want and need. So when I look at all of these people, it's great. Like a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff. I'm not here to put all of the organizations' names out there now, but I'm looking at it and say, okay, like it's been done before. Like what what can be different? Like that's where I'm at now. And I feel like I have two mindsets, right? Split mindsets here where it's like half of it is like millennial, which means I want to change, I want to do what's never been done. And, you know, half of it is entrepreneur. So it's like innovation, you know, it's, looking at it from a different point of view and I feel like that is what I bring to the table that kind of mindset like what can we do that's never been done like what I'm trying to do I've never seen I've never any anybody go out there trying to secure a building and trying to do it in the way I've done it because I feel this is probably the best way and a lot of people right and I hear it all the time and it's because it's generation again back to the millennial thing it's the generationals like, a lot of the people are at least 10 years older than me, or, you know, and like I said, their parents. So, they still have the mentality. And I had to learn this as well, myself. And I learned this the hard way, that if you're going down the government route and try and kick down their door, they own that. They're, they're, they're powerful in that. You're too vulnerable in that respect. Like, so, we can all come together and go to the door, but we still got somebody there standing in front of the door. So, the whole point to have everybody at every level on the collective standpoint to have actual positions of power so we can actually, you know, get laws and legislations passed so we can actually do stuff. So we're not trying to go to people that don't care or even connected to our community, you know. 
we've got to stand up together and be counted, you know, so we've got to come together. So I've got most of my stuff, and I'm going to just read out this thing now. Actually, really, really good from Dr. Boyce Watkins, right? And it's called, It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar, A New Paradigm of Black America, right? And when I heard, you know, he was the first person I heard talking about generational wealth, and when I heard this guy talk, I thought, this guy is so ambitious, like, but he's, like, looking at it, like, on an entrepreneurial mindset in terms of, obviously, keeping entrepreneurship at the heart and, you know, homeschooling children. And at the end of the day, we need to have real independence, not independence they give us and we feel that we still need control. The whole point is ownership, right? The whole point is ownership. So for me, anyway, to the day I die, I'm out here to make change. So I'm going to do stuff that's never been done. That's my innovation. That's my brain. That's like, okay, millennials, let's do something that's going to be for the youth, with the youth, like let's come together and like really do what we got to do. So for me, it's community led, it's youth led, uh, and there's no re- reliability on people who are not part of our organization. Or you know, it, it, for me, I'm just trying to eliminate the power. We don't want to give people too much power. So if we're going to do this, and we got to fill out all of these forms, it's going to take half a day and a half. Or we got to make sure that you know we fit this criteria. And it's like, nah, man. Like, for me, like, easier said than done, right? But I think I've, I feel like I'm persistent enough and obsessed enough to be like, okay, let me start a crowdfunding campaign and let me go around the whole of the communities and how much people want change, right? There's probably millions of people that want change, right? All we need to do is collectively um, put our money, ma- money where our mouth is. It's not, it's not hard. Like, it's crowdfunding for a reason, like thinking about it like 30 years ago there was no crowdfunding right we i feel like we relied on the government so long we feel like we got to do that forever but we have to be i I was saying it before i might even put it in the beginning it's like we need to have a self-sufficient way that we could do it ourselves and that's you know that's hard right but we can do it i believe like we can do that that's that's what what's what i'm about right i'm about my organization doesn't exist about people we're going to do this as an actual grassroots bootstrap mentality and that's an entrepreneur mentality that's a you know hustlers mentality like we're not waiting for the opportunity we're creating the opportunity right and once the petition is signed it's like it's the people it's the people so they know i feel i feel the powers that be the people know yeah they're like uni they can't stick together yeah tomorrow they're gonna think about work and yeah they got other priorities but they've never met a man like me like i'm the most determined guy i know i'm the most hardworking guy i know i don't know no one like me and that's not to blow my horn or trumpet or nothing like that i'm all i'm saying is that if you want to make real change it takes real work real action it's like going back to the grant cadone 10x 10x like going hard putting all the effort in you know, once I made this a focus, I feel it became more dangerous. Like, you know, obviously I love doing other stuff. And even in the back of my mind, I'm like, look, I've, I've not worked on my music project for this. I'm not, I'm not writing my book because of this. Like, but I feel even the way I'm building it, I'm building it like a machine. Like I'm really looking at it. Like if I become the core, the center of it, it's dangerous. I've got too much ambition. I've got too much passion. We'll be here forever. Right, but I need to be able to articulate my people skills, my men, my leadership skills, um, and create teams and create services and really create change. Like do things that people have never done, and that, that's it. That's simply it. I'm not here to talk, 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 talk about problems. We're here to create solutions, be solutions. Like there's so much stuff that I'm doing even now. I'm recording this podcast. 
So for me, anyone out there that wants to make change, call me, meet me. Actions speak louder than words. I don't want to hear busy. No one's busy. I'm speaking to somebody recently now and she just making effort. Like that's all we want. We want effort. Like, and if you want this, like really, like I really want it. Like really, there's not a joke. It's not like I just woke up one day and said, yeah, I want to help the youth, like look good. No, this is something that I feel I was born to do. This is not a joke. So for me, I'm going to make it a priority, whatever I'm doing. Do you understand? And if you really want change for the youth, any organization out there, like this is what we're lacking. We're lacking unity. Like that's it. We're lacking unity. People, I feel, are making it harder for themselves to achieve the goal if you really want to achieve the goal by secluding yourself and becoming an individual. Like I said, it's like, it's bigger than the individual, it's bigger than one organization, right? And that's what we're seeing. So for instance, I make a perfect example. I'll go meet someone at an event. I'm like, okay, let's have a follow-up meeting to action plan, let's do stuff. You know, either the person doesn't ever get back to you or they say they're too busy, right? Or they, they can't prioritize it for whatever reason. But I'm like, if you really created this at your core, your core and your heart to make change, you would really, really want to kind of work around whatever you're doing, right? Because it really takes one person, right? And my sister said this great, Louise. It just takes an individual, like literally. And then it's, a, it's like you, you connect with one more person, then that connects to four people and then so on and so on. But we have to create real change and create the unity, man. So that's all I gotta say, man. Like, that's what was on my head today. Obviously, I read what you see is what you get about Alan Sugar. I didn't get much notes, but I entered a new chapter called Chapter Nine, Businessman of the Year. So we're going into like really the success of business in in Alan's life. So maybe tomorrow when I record, I'll do it. Um, but yeah, I literally just went through my network list today. Um, I'm going to read two books that really, really would help me in terms of building long term lasting relationships which is how to win friends and influence people amazing book if you want to start to um know about how to build real authentic relationships um go and read that book how to win friends and influence people i need to get the author uh, by dale carnegie really good book i picked up this book in 2014 right um i've talked about my daughter to sales journey i saw on the bookshelf uh, again, I'm, I'm a student first, I, I believe. So I went there and I just like Googled it and, you know, got the book, right? And the next book, this is a really good book. It's called Influence. Um, the Power, the Psychology of Persuasion. So another book here. Again, this stuff is not hard, right? Just pick up a book and read it. So... For me, this book is really good. Again, it's called Influence the Psychology of Persuasion. So for me, obviously, with the network list that I have, with the prior knowledge, we need to go more deeper in terms of knowing how to build these relationships. Um, and again, I feel like I've got a unique advantage. I've got a superpower that I have this as a sole focus. I'm not 40-plus single mom or dad and responsibilities you know once you increase your responsibilities it becomes very hard because you're battling i believe with your passion because it has to be done every day just like a child that's what it is every day and i i, I work with you so i understand that too so <clears throat> if you're a parent who's working with the youth it's, it's obviously sometimes that's how people start but 
I believe it's always going to be much more harder in terms of the time you can invest um, in doing something. So for me, when I hit people up, I just want to have them around. I think that's the main thing. Like, I don't want nothing straight away. It's like, you just need to know I exist. Like, that's that's it. And then we're good from there. If anything happens, it will happen organically. And yeah, I'm just doing my, my 30 calls challenge, Ryan Leslie's uh, Relationship Building Masterclass, which I invested in. Because it's really... You know, I keep repeating myself about who you know. Like, if you really want to talk about, talk about like, success and, like, what really, you know, what what separates two people, right, which is, you know, the lack of money or the lack of relationships. And if you look at how anybody has... Go and look at your own life. Like, literally, that's what I've done. I looked at this and I thought, this can't be real. What are you talking about, like, relationships? What you know? Like, people help people that are just in their circle naturally, like... That's just how it works. Like, for instance, I got a lady who works with me and she used to work in a school and she knows the staff there and then she's obviously working with me and she knows me and straight away she's like, oh yeah, da 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 Like, there's an opportunity. Like, you know, so this is the whole thing. Like, everything's about who's around you. You'll pick your circle, your core circle before anybody else. That's just how it goes. I remember when I started my studio, right, in 2000 and or the idea of it really in 2014 and in my head when I was creating the you know the pictures and stuff I always had two people in mind two of my friends that I knew that were because obviously we needed to have the trust and respect and all this other stuff and then you know separate the expertise and whatever later on but I had two people in mind which is my friend Ambo and my friend Ben I've known them for almost 10 years plus they're both engineers at the time so I thought, okay, this just makes sense. Like, you have your studio, I have mine. Let's all come together. But when I presented them with the opportunity, it just didn't work. Like, but most people will do that, right? They'll try and pick the people that are around them more than they would just go and pick a stranger. But I, I was forced to because once that, that option didn't work, I had to go online, the beauty of the internet, and just find people, right? And just have these um, meetings and, and meet people. And eventually, you know, I found my team and stuff. But... It was very, very hard, but I feel like in these last three years, I'll be honest with you, 17 till now, I've learned so, so much, like, on top of, like, what I learned previously. And it's weird, because I learned a lot in hindsight. Like, when you start reflecting, you're like, oh, look, I learned that, I learned this. And so I feel like on this level, I know I can pinpoint exactly what I need to be a student of. And we keep going back to that word, because we have to be long-life learners in life. It's not just about school. And again, self-education is the best. So for me, like... You know, doing a people management course, like, for the simple fact, like, I went to an event, it was an early morning event, I'll never forget it, and these two girls done, like, a degree in real estate, like, I never knew you can do a degree in real estate, right, and I was just, it was always inspiration, I was just inspired, I thought, how can these girls do, um, you know, a degree in real estate, they're working for this company that does that surveying, and, and, and they're into property at a young age, like, and I just looked at them, and I just thought, you know what, I can do that for myself. And I always look at it like, I don't know, like I want to do stuff that's never been done, number one. And number two, I want to be the first to do it. Like, so we can, so people can look at and see that they can do it too, right? So long story short, I was at the front of the row. You know how it is. Most people don't ask questions. Like again, okay, look, this is something I'm going to drop. This is a massive thing. Confidence is something that you don't need to have, you need to build, right? And that's something I genuinely believe from school days, answering questions, reading out. And it took for me for going through like central school speech and drama, doing presentations after presentations, being nervous. And then after that, going and doing like 
presentations in the cells. I had to do that. Like I, I was trained to be confident, right? It was never, it never came out, right? I had to build that over time. Um, and I genuinely believe that even in schools now, like the amount of time that you got to go into a room and just be confident straight off the gaff, like in front of children and stuff. And like, so I feel like I've had stages of like public speaking, right? And and obviously I've done my events as well in like 17, 18. So I had a bit of experience in talking in front of people and kind of understanding what, what, it, what it takes to kind of get the energy, receive the energy, you know, keep, keep people's attention. It's not easy, by the way, but for me personally, um, going back to the, that event I went to, you know, I realized that you got to do what most people don't do. So for instance, if someone says, oh, are there any questions? And like, everybody's quiet. Like everybody, you think, look, you're already, people are already going to pay attention to you if you put your hand up. 100%. Sit at the front. Everybody sits at the back of everywhere you go. Like, you've got, you got to look at all of these things. Like, I modelled this behaviour one time and someone close to me was was copying me because I was showing people this is what it takes, right? Same thing. Like we went to an event. It was like an um, Entrepreneurs Accelerator event. And, like, like, look, sit at the front, bruv. Like, everyone's sitting in the back. Like, why are we going to, like, do you know what I mean? And, be, and always be the person that asks us questions. Because in my head, yeah, when I used to go to all these events, yeah, Everyone that's at the front and everyone that's active and asking questions, I, in my head, I'm like, who is this person? I want everyone to remember me, whether you talk to me or not. Like, and I learned that. Like, when I, when I went to, like, the crowdfunding event one time down the road, like, they were speaking about our projects, everybody, where I made two relationships from there. Like, I met two people and I learned the, the, the impact. This might even be in the book. And it's weird because some stuff I read in books I've done already, which is, like, knowing I already am on that path, right? But... I used to get up, ask questions, speak to everyone, just be impactful, like be rememberable. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, that's what it is. And I've seen it and I felt it from the other end, meaning seeing people do that. So for me, I asked a question to the girls. I was like, what is the most important thing? And they didn't know why I asked this, by the way, that you needed to work on doing all your events and all your successes and all the stuff you've done. And the first thing they said was people management. And I said, Okay, cool. I'm going to write down this. People management. I'm going to Google that. Go and look at what that is. What does it mean? Okay, how can I apply that? Oh, wow. There's a short course online. Okay, I paid whatever money. I've done, I done a course on people management, right? Because I didn't need to, but I felt like it's so key. If you're telling me this is what is needed, I'm going to study this thorough and break it down to the T. That's what I've done, right? And in terms of who I am, I understood that I'm a visionary. I love creating ideas and I'm an ideas machine. But a lot of the times I am, I don't know if there's um, a word for this, but I, I'm like the worker and the idea guy. Like I'm the visionary that, so which means that I'm the guy that creates the idea and does it is the dangerous thing because you, I'm, I'm always going to have ideas and I'm always going to do it and I can never leverage, right? Leverage is the key, right? Scalability is so important. So I had to understand again, like have self-awareness, man. Like understand like what, what is, my strengths, what my weaknesses, and what can I leverage? What are people good at? And that is the core of how I'm going to build my team and how I'm going to build my network. It's literally looking at no more one-stop shops, no more jack-of-all-trades. We need to have a focus. And I'm talking to myself too, right? Because I've been there. And I'm like, okay, what can I do great that's just natural? What is in me? What goes on forever? And then we go and tap into people. And, the, and then again, that, that goes with knowing people. So I'll generally say to anybody, right, when you meet somebody, 
stop. Don't go in there and sell nothing. Don't go in there and say, okay, let's do this, this and that. Get to know someone. It's like dating. Like you got to get to know somebody before you jump into committed projects and committed stuff. Like so, for me, it's like let me get to know you on a personal level. Let me get to know your story. Let me get to know why you do this. Let me get to know your manner, your mannerisms, your characteristics. Let me get to know you on a personal level. What do you like to do in your spare time? So. For me, that's how I start. I start on a personal level. And they say business is never personal, but the personal relationships you have spill into business. That's why people go in business with their family. That's why people go in business with their best friends because there's trust there, you, you know. And people need to do the due diligence. Yes, 100%. Like, I even made, I think I'll talk about another podcast about, like, when you meet people, having a little agreement in writing, right? When you get a job, it's the same thing. You have terms of conditions from the employer and terms of conditions from the employee. It's like, we need to kind of take business to the T seriously. Like, you know what I mean? Like really looking at it like, okay, what's important and what do we need to really work on to become better? Um, that's where I'm at. So anyway, them two books are very really good. I'm um, going to be studying them again um, this, maybe like, yeah, probably like the end of this week, next week. So, there's a lot of stuff here, man. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but this is more of a booklet. I printed it out. I brought it again online. It takes a village to raise the bar. And again, it's just about mainly just ownership, sticking together. All the stuff I've talked about, please go and pick that up again. It's by Boyce Watkins. Again, most of the stuff is from America. Um, and I feel like they have more fight and power. They still have things to do, don't get me wrong. But for me, at least let me say it, we need to have the unity. We really need it. We really need it. So um, that's more or less it. That's my day. I had a really good day, like in terms of like the energy, like I felt in high spirits. I woke up at five again, my second day, went to gym for an hour, uh, went to work and um, I had a really good day. I learned. I just love learning. I love going through something and coming out the other end, like better, right? And that's my whole ethos. What are you experiencing that's going to make you better? Um, so yeah, man, I just love doing what I do. I literally genuinely love it. Like, you know, when someone one day asked me, like, oh, like, Jerome, do you like this? It's like, I was like, do you? Like, you know, she was shocked at that tone. Like, do you? Like, I'm just like, in my head, I was thinking, do you know what I've done before this? Do you even know why I started this? And that's the whole point. At that point, it was like, I can't jump from job to job just because I need money. Like, I have to get out of that mindset. I had to, to deliver, to understand and to learn, like I couldn't keep doing it, right? And, you know, 10 years before I was doing all sorts, right? And then the job before I went worked in schools, it was like just purely misery, like, and I was like, I jumped out of that. I jumped, I literally jumped out of that. I saved, not even saved, I had my last wages and I just left. I had a grand to figure it all out. No job, nothing. But there's something called burn the boats, which means that, um, you know, when you burn the boats, there's no going back. You gotta find a way to make it happen. And once you put yourself in them awkward positions on purpose, it becomes much, much more easier to get things done. Cause now you're moving with urgency. You're like, yes, okay, this needs to be done. We need to get things done. And that, you know, cause look, I remember I had no job. I know I had no job. I wasn't I wasn't even I was looking, right? But it was like my main thing was like, you know, figuring out what I wanted to do and why I wanted to do it and having that time. Because I've always went from job to job and not knowing. And then, you know, once you get paid regularly, you start getting stuck in that. And I genuinely know now, if I was rich tomorrow, 
I would still work with the youth. That's what you know is real. That's what you know is real. So I don't need no one to be in control of my destiny. I am the control of my destiny. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really like authority, but I know I need to be submissive in these early baby steps. And for me, just keep the vision alive. Use, again, I'm talking to myself, use the, the anger or frustration or depression or whatever it is as triggers. There's a massive quote, right? I'm going to say it now. The same thing that can depress you can always progress you, which means that it takes dark time to use your bright mind to change your life. And, you know, for me, every time I get hit with, like, frustration or anything like that, I'm like, look, we, we got to put more, I got to put the work in, you know, that's what I think. I just feel, look, I got to put the work in, I got to come home and work relentlessly until it's done. If I haven't got any best time to do it, it's now, it's Black History Month. Um, in the position I'm in now, in terms of I just completed a six-week masterclass, like I just completed it. I made my first few calls or texts this week, and I'm already starting to see, like, through my list, I'm already well-connected. It's about reconnecting um, through my actions, if that makes sense. So I've been sitting on this since last year, man, and, you know, I've never given up. I've never sat there and think, this is it. Like, I'm done. Like, you know, but I just looked at it like, you know what, this is what I was genuinely born to do. Like, I genuinely believe that. And we've got to find a way to make it happen regardless. So... I'm ready for the challenges. I'm ready for it all. Um, I just need to literally be focused. And that was one of the biggest things. I needed to have this as a sole focus. And once I have a sole focus, it becomes a complete obsession. Um, and that's not even an understatement. I'm literally, right now, as I'm recording the podcast, looking at so many tabs on my computer of organizations that exist in the space and how I could best position myself in their eyes, unless you genuinely look at it like that. So I can't go for too long. I'm going to just leave you with this. It takes a village to raise a child and it takes even more of a village to raise an adult. So we all need support. We all need encouragement. We all need it. Stop thinking as an individual because whatever's going on, whatever happened, always happened from people coming together and sticking together and rising above jealousy. Jealousy is, is a real emotion, by the way. And um, people need to understand when it comes, how to use it, and know the difference between envy and jealousy. Um, that's a topic for a whole another podcast, but I'm Jerome. This is a Desire to Inspire podcast. <laughs>